Have you ever considered having another child? Hi, my name is Felice Gerwitz, and One More Child is my story of personal growth and a journey of faith. In this book, I share snippets of my life and the reasons for the choices I made early on in marriage to limit our family size. However, the Lord had other plans, and eventually we made a decision to have more children, and this changed my life forever. I invite you to read One More Child, which is available on Amazon in print and Kindle. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone, welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with Vintage Homeschool Moms, episode 344, Encouragement Just for Moms, and just in time as I'm recording this in May for Mother's Day. Well, it's time to regroup and recharge, and this episode is just for you, Mom. I'm going to share some ways, and these are really quick ways, that you can get more energized and take charge of your life. Um, Some of the things take a little bit more planning. I will talk about some of those things in later episodes, but I really wanted to give you five ways that would be similar to five-minute recharges, okay? And I also want to wish you a very happy Mother's Day in May. This episode is brought to you by Media Angels. Please check out my latest book, One More Child, which is available for a very special um, offer in short time um, through my Media Angels website. You can um, find it on the author page, which is on the show notes if you go to vintagehomeschoolmoms.com, look for episode 344, and you'll find the links there. We always hope to, uh, to um, offer something with the purchase of One More Child. It just will change as far as availability goes, um, and we are doing this special offer just in time for Mother's Day. Well, moms, let's face it. We often put ourselves last, and I know I did. I used to think when I used to hear these things about, oh, you deserve it, and you need to spend time for you and all this stuff, as you know, just silly and thinking, who are these people and who are they talking to? They obviously don't know my life, don't know all the kids I have and these little kids and can't even go to the bathroom um, and have any privacy. Uh, You know what I mean, right? And I thought, you know, that's just being selfish. Well, then I got overwhelmed and then I got so tired Uh, There's actually a thing called mental fatigue, and I'm going to talk more about that in another episode too, because I found um, that I was suffering from that a lot of the times. I used to say to people um, when I was talking, even to friends, I would say, you can't ask me anything after four o'clock because my brain shuts down. And there actually is a thing that you make so many decisions every single day that at some point we have no more capacity to make decisions. And... You know, I was feeling overwhelmed and I was feeling defeated, like I couldn't continue on. And I knew that if I continued at that pace, that I would be getting sick. 
Stress is another thing that just eats away at our health in ways that are so detrimental. I mean, moms, we want to be healthy and energetic and joyful and do our exercises and drink our smoothies and, you know, on and on. But it just seems like there is not enough time. And even though it may sound far-fetched or beyond your reach, I am going to give you some ways that are short ways and easy ways that you can, you know, just kind of recharge quickly. Because I know what it's like. I remember I had five kids and I have five kids that I homeschooled and I homeschooled high school, you know, and little, little ones at the same time. So that can be, you know, so hard and so difficult. And so when we let ourselves go and we put ourselves last, it really doesn't help anyone. And it really wasn't until I got sick from stress and overwork that I realized that I needed to make a change. And I don't smoke or drink or eat excessively. You know, I don't really crave sweets. Of course, I do like the occasional piece of chocolate. And I wasn't, you know, heavy in the sense of 50 pounds or more over, but I felt like I had 50 pounds of weight on my shoulders. And then I realized that if I did not slow down and take charge of my health, which my husband had been telling me to do forever and ever, that I would not get any better. And it took me about a year, but with good food and some supplements, and I ended up, you know, finally succumbing to the essential oil craze. And um, I still think that some of the oil smells stinky, and I don't like to, you know, walk around with a lot of essential oils on, but I do use them. Um, You know, when I take a bath, I put a drop or two in with some Epsom salts and things like that. But I am so happy that I feel better now um, than I felt in my, you know, 30s and 40s, and I have regained my health. But it's not just what I fed my body, it's also what I fed my soul. And I had to take time each and every day to begin with prayer. My kids knew that if they came into my room and I was reading the Bible and I had my journal out, that they better go get their breakfast or do whatever else was on their chore chart, because if they interrupted me, it was not going to go well for any of us. So they learned not to interrupt and they learned to help out. And of course, I couldn't do that when I had my little, little one. But as much as I could possibly fit in prayer time, and sometimes my prayer was just what I was doing each day. You know, I did an episode, um, I have another podcast, A Few Minutes with God podcast on our sister network, the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. And I did a podcast called Jesus With You about taking the Lord with you each and every day. And that's basically what I did. I felt like the Lord was with me, that He was helping me. And a lot of times when we feel defeated and we feel like we can't go on, I've had to realize that it's because I'm getting ahead of the Lord, because I'm saying yes to too many projects. Years ago, I served on a board of directors for our brand new um, homeschool group, and it was when homeschooling was just starting, and I came in like in 1986, so a little bit after the big rush, you know, and maybe in the 70s and some people even before that, that was super undercover. But when we started, there were eight families and we began this group and it grew and it grew and it grew. Well, this gentleman, we actually had two pastors that were on the board of directors. And I remember this one pastor um, would, you know, make these recommendations and I found myself you know, being pointed out as someone who could take on the job. 
And one time I asked this pastor, I said, um, you know, I don't see your wife um, at many of the meetings, and I don't see her leading any of the committees or the science fair or, you know, co-op or whatever. And he said something very surprising to me. And he said, no, no, I protect her time. I just looked at him and I said, so you protect her time, but you don't protect mine. And he was kind of taken aback. And I didn't mean it to be rude, but I was just sitting there in shock. Those of us that are capable, those of us that want to help out, those of us that love our kids often get over, over, over committed. Now, I'm not a pastor's wife, and I have several friends that are. I had one friend who started churches, um, and it's kind of funny. I'm Catholic, but some of my best friends are Baptist, and one of my friends, she and her husband started Baptist churches from place to place, and she told me what her life was like as a pastor's wife, and I can understand how this other pastor or friend of mine wanted to protect his wife's time, but he also was asking me to do a lot. And we have to be vigilant. We have to, you know, if you have a husband that is uh, like mine, that was saying to me, you know, you're taking on too much. And I kept saying, no, I can do it. I can do it. And I made sure that it wasn't a burden to him or I wasn't planning when he was around, which also took time away from school because I didn't want him to think that I was doing so much that I couldn't take it on. And so I had to reckon with myself and I had to realize that I had to learn to say no. And believe me, it was very hard. It's like when we discipline our kids and we feel worse for it than they do. You know, they bounce back and they're all happy and we're just like lamenting, oh my gosh, I didn't let them go play with their friends, you know, and we feel worse than they do. And that's how I felt. But I had to learn that in short amount of time, I could just stop and refresh and recharge. And this is what I'm going to share with you. The first is when you are feeling stressed, and even when you're not, to stop, drop, and pray. And I think there's a whole ministry around that. I, I, I know there's a book. But everyone says to take a deep breath. But how do you breathe when you're stressed out? So we are going to work on de-stressing. You guys are going to do this with me. And when you feel you're most stressed, you're going to stop right then. You're going to drop to your knees and you're going to pray. Recently, when I was working with one of my grandkids and they were getting stressed, that's exactly what we did. We stopped and we prayed and guess what? Everything went better. They were more relaxed and we were able to complete the task at hand. The second is to stop and smell the roses, literally. What scent do you enjoy? And I know some of you are allergic to perfume and maybe you don't even like the essential oils, but what smell do you like? Do you like what outside smells like after a rain? Do you like the smell of a favorite detergent? Do you um, like the smell of lemon or some kind of citrusy smell? Whatever that is. You know, have some of that handy. So, for example, I love lemon and the smell of citrus. And there's an essential oil called um, bergamot. I usually say that wrong. But it's one of the scents that I use every night. I put a couple of drops behind my neck. 
massage it, and it is so relaxing. I even do that sometimes before I relax and take a bath. Now, a bath is not within my five minutes, so I'm not even including it here, but that is one of my stress release. And I did that even when the kids were little. I had a big soaking tub, and um, half the time the little kids were coming in with me. I was giving them a bath and then handing them off to my husband to dress them. And he would you know, just take care of them and let me soak for a little bit. But um, again, it's not within our five minutes, so I'm not, in, I'm not including it as one of the things you should do, but that does help. Just little things that we can do. The third is something that I have done and especially learned to do when I would have headaches. It really helped a lot. And some of you like hot and some like cold, and you can take a washcloth, place it in water. You can use a smell you enjoy if you want a drop of lemon or something like that. And either have it cold or put it in the microwave for five you know, to 10 seconds. Don't overdo it. Make sure it's not too hot. And then just lay down on the couch. Yes, the kids will probably jump on you and everybody's going to need something that second. But just set the timer on your phone and just say, guys, we're going to take five minutes and I want everyone to relax. And just put that over your eyes for five minutes. You can ask a child to read to you, sing, tell a story, whatever. And more than likely, it's going to be very entertaining, and it's going to make you smile or laugh, and you are going to feel reinvigorated. You know, afterwards, you can wash your face, and I, I promise you, you'll feel like a new you. The fourth is to sit down with your legs up. I cannot tell you how many times my ankles would swell, and I found it was because I sat at a desk or I had my legs underneath me or I was sitting on the on the floor cross-legged which was great you know when I was younger but when I started elevating my legs and I would even sit on the floor with my legs straight out I think I spent most of my homeschool life listening to kids read on the floor and when I was pregnant with number 3 4 and 5 I was definitely sitting on the floor I had one of those um really comfy pillows that you can use on a bed, you know, to prop yourself up. And I had that on the floor and I would sit there and listen to the kids read or do their work, whatever, you know, I could have, have them do their handy or read their history or, or something like that. And I found that my ankles didn't swell as much and I felt refreshed doing that. And I've come to do that um, a lot. You know, some of you don't like your feet up. I know I have, you know, a couple of kids like that that don't like to put their feet up and all of our couches recline. Um, but I found that that does help me. So try it and see. And the fifth thing you're going to think is silly, especially if you don't like to sing or you can say you don't hold, you can't hold a tune, but is to sing or play uplifting music. You can sing low so the song's louder and it makes it sound like you sing better than you do. I do that. Um, But if you sing praise and worship music, you will be so uplifted. I have about um, 10 songs now on my playlist. My kids have, you know, hundreds of songs, so they always laugh at me that I have such a small playlist. But I have my favorite folder, and I remember just being down about something that was going on. And, um, you know, I wasn't super joyful. And I kept skipping the song on my playlist that was to the tune of Joy. 
That's the name of the song. I know it has the word joy in it. And I finally thought, what am I doing? Why am I skipping the joyful song? So I started playing the song, and I just felt my spirits lift. Sometimes we don't even think about what we're doing, or you know, we let ourselves get sidetracked. But that song is such a joyful song, and it makes me want to get up and dance to the music. And you know, can't do it when you're driving in the car, but it was just something that I had on my playlist because as I'm driving around and I pretty much, you know, have a list of what I need to do in a, um, in a short amount of time when I run my errands and I want to get everything done, you know, within a certain span of time and then traffic's bad and, you know, and there's just a lot going on. And so I want to be able to be in my car and be joyful and, Um, My grandkids were with me one day and, you know, they were saying, Grandma, we need to get this list of songs because we really like them. And that was even ministering to them. So friends, there are your five things. These are things you can do in five minutes or less. Stop, drop, and pray. Stop and smell the roses, you know, or whatever scent you like. Um, A hot or cold compress. Sit down with your legs up and sing. Uh, There's, you know, entire uh, show notes are on VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, episode 344. And again, the things that take longer that I love are the long, luxurious baths. Listening to the podcast, there are so many helpful podcasts. I am on episode 344. That's how many podcasts I have up on this network for you for free. There are so many people on my network that have amazing, amazing podcasts that you can listen to. And, you know, these are just helpful and they're encouraging. Um, You can trade off, you know, hiring a, a babysitter or trade off with a friend and have them babysit and just take a break. Um, Meredith Curtis and I did an episode one time. I'll look for that link and put it in the show notes. But she did that when she was a young mom, and the idea was so that she could go to the grocery store or clean or do whatever. And, um, you know, her husband was a pastor, and, you know, it's hard to get a church going, and she had little ones. And so instead of doing the much needed, you know, laundry and whatever else she had on her list to do, the Lord urged her to go to the park, nearby park, and just pray. And she said she would walk around, she had her Bible, and she would just praise God and sing and, you know, just use that time to fill her soul. And if you've ever met her or met her children, you will know that God blessed her a hundredfold for that and blessed them abundantly. They are so spirit-filled, the entire family. These are things that you can do, friends. Yes, it takes a little bit time for the ones that are longer, but for the short things, you can do these every day. Learn to say no and focus on what you can do in the future to alleviate things that are stressful Get rid of the things that cause stress in your life because your family and your well-being are so worth it. Take care. God bless. Connect with me on Facebook, on Instagram, on Pinterest. Uh, We have a wonderful private Facebook page. If you want to post questions and hang out with myself and some of the other show hosts on the network or even email me at 
Felice at MediaAngels.com. Take care, God bless, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.